0: Welcome to Movies Charles Hasn't Seen, Episode 5. My name is Crossman.
1: My name is Wilson. And I'm Charles.
0: And as friends, we discovered Charles enjoys movies, but other than major blockbusters from the last 15 years, he hasn't seen any. So as good friends, we decided to expose him to personal favorites and cinematic classics. And this week, we watched the 1981 movie Raiders of the Lost Ark. So Charles, tell us about Raiders.
2: This one's a lot easier to summarize than Vertigo was. I say. But, yes. Uh, yeah. It's about the a plot here. action archaeologist um, Indiana Jones, <laughs> yeah. um, as he tries to race the Nazis to find the Ark of the Covenant, which they believe might have mystical powers from God and be some sort of super weapon. And um, he does. He does not. He loses. No, he, he right. beats them to it. Right. But then loses it. He keeps like fucking up. <laughs> um, but it all resolves itself yeah. because it turns out it is a weapon from God, but it incinerates all the Nazis, and then they safely recover the Ark. Right, Mansueros. Yeah, yeah. Right, and so
1: yeah. So this is one of Spielberg's early and great movies. Yes. And also involved with this movie, um, produced it, is George Lucas, and wrote it. And wrote it right. Yeah. Who was Can I also? To write something that wasn't horrible. Yeah, right. <laughs> well. Right, there one, were other writers. Right there's yeah. another little he, movie he who was involved help. with, yeah. right? The Star Wars Holiday Special. Um, so <laughs> 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 we're all familiar with, but uh, um, yeah, this is a, an all timer
0: Yeah, so yeah. I I chose this movie and I I love it. It's yeah. g- it's great. Um, it's good for so many reasons. Um, like it's it's like a great story uh it's it's like one of the the like great adventure movies like of well, and, all time
1: and adventure characters
0: yeah. 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 yeah 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 um Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones is like incredible he's yeah. he's such a great leading man um i i like Indiana Jones more than i like Han Solo huh. as as a character okay um
1: i hadn't thought about it but
0: yeah. yeah, but they, they're they similarly different. They, they're yeah, like one one is an academic, the other is like a pirate. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. There's, there's one difference. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's also like a man of like the street, like he's street smart too yeah. and yeah. jungle smart. Um, As <laughs> the case, may be, yep. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, what smart. I really like about this movie and like other adventure movies that are done well is. Like, it really moves. Like, as soon as the movie starts, it's just, like, constantly in motion. And the movie is, like, very much about, like, travel and, like, every single available mode of travel that in the 30s is done. (laughs) Like, Like, motorcycle, car... Boat, airplane, right? They, I, they I walk they at some just missed point. the train, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, submarine, yeah.
1: Submarine, <laughs> yeah. Definitely. So
0: like every possible vehicle is like utilized. It's, it's right. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just like a really fun movie, and it, it happens to be really good. Um, it has like it also has a great female lead in it. Um, yes. Uh, like a. Like, uh, one that is not just, like, a damsel in distress. Like, she's a very active character in the movie. I think it's good for that. Just, um, well, we can, <laughs> yes get, we can no. get into that. <laughs> we can get into that. But, <laughs> yeah. um, And it's just, like, interesting. Like, it has, like, an interesting plot to it. Like, they're, they're looking for this like magical thing and you know Indiana Jones doesn't believe in it but then it's like proven wrong
1: right uh, well, yeah. he does end up believing in it at the end right like he doesn't need to see <laughs> yeah he
0: doesn't need to watch it happen right, right. Like, like that's I, I think it's like, like he com- sees the results of it right yeah it's like, comparable to like both Ghostbusters in that way where they like <laughs> okay. It's sort of the, like, science over, like, <laughs> mythology. Right, uh, right. Which is a trope. thanks special effects
2: were comparable yeah. to Ghostbusters, too.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, same, like, time period, right? Or it's a, a bit before uh, Ghostbusters, but... Yeah. Yeah.
1: You. But at the same era, the same style of movie making of, play in a lot of respects.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, um... And, like, starting Spielberg's work with Nazis. Yes. <laughs>
1: yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. He is,
1: he is hostile uh, to the Nazis. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Uh yeah, so there's there's a lot of reasons I like this movie. Um, actually, I like all three of them. I think they're all fantastic. This one's the, probably the best. All three of them. This is the yeah. best one. Oh yeah, not <laughs> not Crystal Skull, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, or whatever the <laughs> yeah. fuck it is. Yeah, that one I didn't even bother
1: seeing. I haven't seen Crystal Skull. Yeah, and I,
0: I never saw the television show either. But I'm sure it's not as good. Then I would be surprised. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no. is this your favorite
1: Spielberg movie?
0: Favorite no uh, Jurassic Park oh okay is, okay yeah although it has a similar character in Alan Grant um, right in Jurassic Park like he's meant to be similar to Indiana Jones
1: and yeah and they get there like, yeah. same kind of like man of science thing and you, yeah but also
0: like a man of action right, and right. like a leading man um, so
1: yeah yeah so Charles how did you I, I mean we've watched several movies and I've been surprised that you haven't seen any of the movies that we've yeah, talked this, about so far, yeah, this is the most but mind-blowing. This is the to most me. surprising one because yeah. this seems like a something that will be right up your alley because it's you know this yeah. big famous action movie with George Lucas and Harrison Ford involved with it. Um, similar era, era to Star Wars. I a was it like did it live up to the hype? And how did you avoid this movie? Before? Yeah, fact, yeah you know, I can only <laughs> imagine that it was like a
0: Harry Potter situation where you're like <laughs> under the stairs and like Hagrid saved you at like right. 10. I mean,
2: you know? I'm very much aware of how strange it is that I haven't seen this movie yeah. uh, or like, you know, all of the three original ones. Because um, right, you've I'm seen not, Crystal Skull, right? Yeah, I <laughs> saw it because it was in theaters. And I had friends who were going to see it. So it's I so tagged along. Even even as I was going to watch it, I realized that there was something wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I, I like was very close to watching the first three before seeing that one. And I just didn't get around to it. It's just a lot of didn't get around <laughs> this to is, it. This is really um, why we're used doing to A this. lot of these. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like, I guess another part of it is I tend to go more for like sci-fi films or like modern day action films or that sort of deal. And so I guess the more historical setting, um, made me a little less inclined to, like, watch it, I guess. Um, I'm a little less picky these days about it, I guess. Uh, More more into watching these. Do you,
0: like, do you want to watch the other ones now? Yeah. Do you feel like this one was missing a... Asian child sidekick. <laughs> Every movie that doesn't then, have one is yeah, missing we, an Asian child we sidekick. We have news yeah. for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. you're in luck. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Temple I've, I've of Doom yeah. has an Asian child sidekick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard
2: about that. I'm a little worried about seeing how that pans out on screen because it's generally a negative reaction. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, you raised the setting, or the time setting
1: specifically, because location-wise this movie is literally all over the globe. And I, and thirty three
0: right or thirty four? Yeah, they say the beginning. It's thirty yeah, six. Thirty six. Okay. Yeah. So so, well, I
1: guess into I'm extra killer. picky there
2: because I'm super fascinated in like World War Two history and that kind of stuff, and somehow I didn't pick up on this one. But it's not like actually World War Two stuff, I guess, despite Nazis being yeah. involved, well, so... No it's
0: way. like World War Two technology and the Nazis are the bad guys, right? Right, right. So right. In, in that right. sense, it's like World War Two. Right. So
1: I, I'm wondering, and I don't really have a good answer, so I was wondering if you guys have any thoughts as to why Spielberg decided to make this a World War II-era movie. When the story could have functioned just as well in 1981, set in
0: 1981. No, no, I think it's better because, like, I think the the sort of like travel technology of the time is like very important to this movie because, like, it's very much like a modern movie, right? It's like mm-hmm. how how modern technology of the time like interacts with these like sort of like holdover from the old world like mm-hmm. mystical elements. Right, but if he says and, that in
1: 1981, it's still. Does that like I I, I feel like, like there the must be yeah I feel so. like there must be a reason. Well, no, yeah. and,
0: and because it's okay, okay. So there's that, and right. I think it's because of this. It's meant to be an adventure movie. I think is really important to why he chose this time period. So like, set, also set during this time period or like around this is Tintin. Tintin is like mm-hmm. a very big influence on this movie. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, so are the Doctor or Uncle Uncle Scrooge movie or uh, animations? Oh, which. Oh. Okay. Oh, like a lot yeah. of like what happens in this movie are actually like sort of pilfered from the Uncle Scrooge <laughs> uh, okay. movies. Um, I guess
2: setting it in a different time makes it all the more foreign, so it seems more like adventurous to venture into this different time period.
0: Right? Yeah, and and I think uh, the King Kong that we watched a couple of weeks ago it is like a very big influence on this movie. It's like very much about, like, you, you go somewhere and you sort of, like, conquer the Right, the old white man world. going into the yeah. foreign land, yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, not yeah. as, like, egregious as that one. There <laughs> no, are okay. still bad elements like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like the cold open of the, of the movie. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, which is bad. Although, uh, when he's in Egypt, what I was surprised to find is that, like, the, the Arab characters are actually, like, some of them are sort of like the evil, like er, like classic like caricature, but the others, there's dude. also like heroic, like Arab characters in this movie. <laughs> yeah, he has his, you know, um, friend that, like he knows a guy, guy in Cairo, apparently. Yeah, right? it's like Asaf or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Said, yeah. yeah it's um, like
1: Sala or something.
0: Or that's something. it, yeah, yeah. Sala, yeah. Um, yeah.
1: But Egypt also has that Nazi monkey. And, and that's yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> he did a little Heil. Yeah, right? he did a Heil Hitler. And and I did not expect that. Hitler's... Had
0: a monkey voice Heil Hitler. He does, oh God, That's the
1: Hitler salute, <laughs> as this evil traitor monkey. And like, there are so many little moments like that that Spielberg throws in in this movie, and it's it's so great. Like that he's yeah.
2: able to find them and do that. And that's and probably another reason he chose this time period, right? I mean, the Nazis make for very, <laughs> very right. easy was, bad guys. That was my
1: thinking is that he gets to pull out. He gets to say, "Look, at nobody's going to have." I mean in 1981 anyway nobody would have a problem with Nazis being the bad guys. Um, and I feel like he could have done that just as easily with communists if he said so in 1981 yeah. but Nazis are more clearly the Communists are a little
2: less evil. concerned with pursuing these like <clears throat> golden treasures. I'm if, sure. r-
1: right so yeah. this yeah so that maybe it's he gets to insert these bad guys and that
0: works. They're also a, like the communists are not as like cartoonishly evil as the Nazis Ooh, are. Right. Yeah. And right. Yeah so so there's that. Um yeah, it's also like a pre-Schindler's List Spielberg movie, so Nazis are not the, like they're they're dark and evil and terrible, but they're not like the level that he goes to in Schindler's List, where right. there's like there's no redeemable aspects of humanity to to the Nazis, right? Because um, right. here they're they're still kind of like. They're evil, but there's, like, cartoonish elements to that. Right. Well, and which he has, is, like, a holdover from, like, sort of, like, the Hogan's Heroes era yeah. of, like, Nazis. Like, right, right. Yeah. Well, and and
1: yeah. he has, like, the rival archaeologist that is French. French. Yeah, yeah, he's French and kind of gets along with the Nazis, but isn't really a Nazi himself. Yeah. And uh, he's still not a good guy either. And well, so he kind of gets to play with that dynamic
0: a, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they kind of, like, references to, like, the occupation of France. Of, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah
1: he's, so, the, he's the, the traitor that is going to get away with it.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah,
1: so. so I want to talk about the intro, right? Because this, cold th- open. right? The cold open, because I think that the intro sequence in this film is probably the most famous in the movie, and of the series, right? Pro- yeah, yeah, you're right, yeah. period. I mean, it's the got series. like
2: the replacing the weight on the golden idol and the big ass ball rolling items, yeah, <laughs> right. So,
1: Charles, how much of that intro were you already familiar with cuz it it it's almost <laughs> beat for beat like the individual moments in there had become famous
0: into, like I yeah around. I mean it was in the muppet babies like <laughs> <yeah>. uh, <laughs> it's been in the Simpsons. Yeah. it's pretty, pretty been much impossible
2: to avoid references and yeah, the, yeah. like
0: shots of that
2: scene like I've seen the b- the boulder rolling scene mm-hmm. a ton and the idol replacing scene a ton I didn't really see the uh sliding like a spear fence thing. <laughs> yeah, That I, one's a little more grisly, so I yeah, can't show right. that like, yeah. too yeah. much. Elf, 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 that was you know, something that I wasn't it. aware of for this movie. This movie's surprisingly gory. Yeah, especially at the beginning there. Yeah, no, that that was... throughout. He,
0: like yeah He shoots Nazis in the head. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that
2: guy gets, like, ground up by the propeller. That <laughs> yeah. was messed up. That's <laughs> another very famous That scene. was messed up. Uh, uh, and right. then
0: he runs a Nazi over with a truck. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then they all melt at the end. Yeah, and then there's that, of course. So this movie is way gory than I
2: expected, despite... I have seen the face melting scene before. <laughs> yeah, um, but even then, as as a whole, the movie was much more.
0: Well, it, it also like it predates PG thirteen, and like Spielberg. <laughs> so this is PG. Yeah, this yeah. is a PG <laughs> right. movie. Yeah, people get shot in the head. and This right. is a PG movie. Right. <laughs> there's blood. Yeah, um, yeah. So it predates PG thirteen, which was started because of Gremlins, which is another Spielberg movie or <laughs> yeah. Spielberg produced movie. Uh, so yeah, you could get away with a lot, right? In the '80s, in general,
1: you could get away with a lot, and yeah, been like genre films that you couldn't now, like in comedies and action movies. Like, yeah, there was a a wider range of acceptable <laughs> depictions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think what I take away from that uh, intro sequence is how I mean how much of it is just vintage Spielberg, because you watch mm-hmm. this movie especially, but Jurassic Park as well, and Gremlins, and like pick a Spielberg action movie, and he he does this thing where he'll put the hero in some manner of danger and just as they're starting to handle it, he'll add another thing. Right, and they'll they'll have the new thing, and then he'll add another thing. Yeah. and you can you can see it in every single action sequence in this movie that it's just like he's barely hanging on and barely keeping it together. And it's like, oh wait, now the bar is on fire. Oh, oh wait, now <laughs> yeah. she accidentally it's, it's started. Exciting stuff. He, yeah, and she accidentally turned the plane on, right? And like, oh wait, now they're gonna they're gonna <laughs> oh, blow. Oh, now the plane's gonna explode. Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> you see, like th- th- every <laughs> every single time, and it's he does it so well, and he communicates so much of it. Visually, because they're you, you, like when the bar starts on fire, nobody's like, "Oh shit, the bar is on fire." Yeah. It's just like, "Oh, just it's burning. on fire, and it's gonna like tip, you know, gonna eat up this inflammable liquid, and then it's gonna blow up." And we see it all; we don't need to right. to tell us that. Yeah. And for me, that's just vintage Spielberg, and really what makes him one of our greatest directors. And this movie is the best example. I think
0: he shames like so many action movies. Yes, yeah. like yeah, all the Bourne directors and all the Fast and Furious directors should like. <laughs> be ashamed of themselves. Cause <laughs> right. like Spielberg does, does such a great job of like, he frames the action in a way where you can follow it so clearly yeah. what's happening. There's right. no insane like eight cuts of Liam <laughs> Mason jumping <laughs> over a fence
1: in Taken 3. Yep. Yeah, um, none of that shit. And yeah. None of the shaky Campbell shit that you see in the porn no, movies, right? He's very
0: confident in his
1: <clears throat> fight it choreography. Is, you right. show it all. His, yeah, his
0: geography of his scenes is crystal clear throughout and you're right there's yeah. so many elements that are, are moving but you know what's happening with each Every element because it's so clearly shot and it it's yeah. so well established like you you see like when the plane is about to be set on fire you see like the gas like coming out of the plane he like mm-hmm. he, right. he communicates kind of like, cuts so off for a well. second to
2: show you the yeah. trail of fuel and the thing on yeah. fire
0: right but you need know, bad
1: you know where that is in relation right. to Right and then you have a far yeah. shot
2: with the fuel truck mm-hmm. next to the planes. So mm-hmm. You see so how close it is. Yeah, you
1: see all the stuff that's going on. And he and he does it. He never misses a beat. He just he hits all of that really just fundamental filmmaking yeah. throughout this movie. And, and and he does it he doesn't just do it in the action sequences either. There's the a really good every frame of painting, I think it was, video on YouTube that talks about winners, like the uses the use of long shots with no cuts. And he uses as an example um, the drinking game scene in this movie when she, uh-huh. uh, when they first get to the bar and we have such Mary a great introduction to Marianne. Such a great introduction to Marianne. But yeah. the way he—it's a long shot. Like the intro is a really long shot because what you see is shot of the sh- shot glass, yeah. right? And then it follows him up as he's drinking it. He takes the shot. He sets it down upside down. He pans over to the next glass. She picks it up, drinks it, sets it down. All in one shot yeah and you don't yeah. you don't notice it when you're watching it but it's using that technique with such great purpose because when you every cut is a lie right like when you cut it's breaking tension and it's this little tense moment as they're going through this contest that is both building up the tension within the individual scene and showing this character is you know made of tough stuff and it's so purposeful and so mm-hmm. well directed and he, he just does those little things well, and it adds up to this great, great movie. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Charles, so you, uh, you thought like the beginning of Pitch Black was pretty slow, and, and Vertigo <laughs> last week also. <laughs> yep. How do, what, how do you feel about like, the pacing of this movie?
2: I mean, this movie is very quickly paced very brisk yeah it doesn't really stop to linger on anything for too long yeah uh so you know they really know how to keep the action going they're just a little bit at the beginning where he's talking to the professors about you know what everything means and you know what they need to do to set up where the finding where the arc is but that's all interesting stuff because it's like discovering this new mythology of what's what's about to happen you know i always like you know hearing you know from the professor figure the knowledgeable figure um the lore behind what's going to be uh, sought after, I guess. Yeah. Um, so I found those scenes, despite being kind of slow, to be still very interesting and, and fun to listen. And to. And also,
0: it. you know, like a much worse writer would have, like, there would have been voiceover at the beginning that was like, "A thousand years ago, the lost arc." I can imagine that when you say, or
1: what an even worse writer would have done. Or maybe comparably worse, right, would have had would have communicated that information throughout the movie. So right, like they would have this. He would be looking for the medallion, and right before they find it, or right before he starts looking at it, he'd be like, "Oh, we need this medallion so we can find this other." thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like that's what that's what would have happened. But Spielberg knows that he has to have this, you know
0: two minutes of exposition so that we know what's going on with the rest of the movie. And well he explains it in a natural way and part, yeah. of, the, part of the reason yeah. that he is an archeologist is because it's like believable for him to know about these objects. Yeah, right. and, and, and teach us about yes. Yes. it. Yes, he's he excited to explain them. Yeah. So he,
1: he gets the exposition out of the way and trusts us to just It's clever to have these it. like
2: government officials show up with this mission but they don't actually know about it so that we have a chance for <laughs> Indy to explain right. it to us. Yeah, because
1: right. they're seeking out an expert, right? So it, it, yeah. it establishes his credentials right away. He's not just this guy who can swing across pits and not on boulders, right. he also knows his shit, and yep. so it, it, it's this it is a moment of exposition, but it builds the character as well. So, again, it's dual purpose, right? Like, exactly. it's, it's Spielberg doing two things
0: at once that need to be done, yeah. And it, it makes what makes his character so great is that he has these two layers. Like, he again, going he like he is an academic, but he's also like a man of action, right? And so, he's not like you know, the, the diehard guy, uh. He's John McLean, John McLean. Uh, <laughs> you know, he's a professor who is also very athletic. You know? yeah, he's, yeah, he's in great right shape. Yeah, right. but right. he's also a professor who's like not interested in being in the classroom. No, no. but uh, obviously be that'd be a movie, boring either. movie. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or at least all it... glass. Here's the Orc of the Covenant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is where it is. <laughs> Maybe somebody else wants to go find it. Also, it it also takes from uh, like the Bond trope where he's like finishing his previous mission at the yeah. beginning of the movie and yeah. then oh. starts a new story. But it introduces the character without like getting into the story at first. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and so, yeah, we do get some... Because he doesn't have any more than, what, three, four, five lines of dialogue he doesn't in that cold open. Them. He doesn't talk that much in general, but yeah. even at the even at the back, the beginning moment, like a lot of what we're learning about him, we're learning by watching him do stuff. Yeah, and they reveal yeah. him really slowly, which is yeah. great. Oh, or, been, right. That, like you only see his back, and then that intro yeah. is perfect, and then yeah. it introduces him with the whip. Yes, right. Like that, the intro happens it's like he grabs the gun. Is his him grabbing the gun he with hasn't the even whip?
2: Seen his face yet?
1: Yeah, and so we're associating him with this iconic object immediately. Right right, right right. away, and I think it's really appropriate- It's got that
2: loud cracking sound Mm -hmm. effect.
1: Right, right, just all these iconic things. and I think it's appropriate that this character is associated with a whip, which is old, right, like it's been around forever, it's versatile, you can do all sorts of different things with the whip, it's non-lethal, even though he ends up killing a lot of people, like that's not (laughs) why he's there, like he's not in his (laughs) bond. he's not just out to slaughter everybody. (laughs) Right. So I think it's a clever choice to associate him with
0: this particular item. Um, and that he's introduced with it is, is appropriate. Well, and the other iconic item is the hat, which right. we unfortunately have to blame blame <laughs> for every nerd ever, thinking oh, that's God. a cool hat, yeah. and they can Jesus. pull a fedora off. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's mean, not even yeah. a fedora.
2: Like, every bull got wore fedoras. That's yeah. something else. Yeah. But, yeah, great. In his credit, it makes for a very iconic silhouette, and that's a great, like, character building. Yeah, right. Exactly. And, and it yeah. shows up... Um, when he enters the bar, yeah, right, he, he and just shadowed on
1: the wall. Yes, uh, like he's he literally becomes a larger than life figure, yeah. like right at the beginning. They like it's so confident, right? It's just mm-hmm. it, like it, nobody knows who this guy is, but the filmmakers are just so sure that he's going to be somebody cool that they yeah. They, shoot
0: him like that. Yeah. He's also like not indestructible, like a, nope, Nip- not a no. character. <laughs> yeah. Like he, he's like has his foibles where like, he
2: kinda is though, right? I mean he you know. takes
0: a beating, but you see In him. the last fight yeah. he
2: gets shot in the arm and then the next scene he's holding onto his whip to this speeding truck with both his arms. All right. Well,
0: I mean, it's not like bulletproof, but like, uh, <laughs> but like, the, there's sort of like the giant German boxer who like yeah. just is kicking the crap out of him. And it's like the yeah. plane is the only reason that he survives it's, that. Yeah, the plane. Or the in, in the bar fight, he only survives because the uh, the the female lead in the movie kind of saves him. So. Right.
1: Well, she she does that a few times. She has yeah. a few moments where she just, you know. Bangs him on the back of the bangs the bad guy in the back of the head with some blunt object and it's like oh the yeah. fight's over yeah <laughs> we got him which yeah. is the the move from the Nutcracker which is what I always associate that with it's like I, um, I do not but oh, okay. yeah I do the female lead coming up from behind and oh, yeah. hitting the bad guy in the back of the head to end the fight yeah <laughs> yeah so um, let's talk about that character uh, Marianne is that her name Marion Marianne. Marion okay. yeah Marianne. I, I heard it both both ways throughout what do you think of Marion Charles
2: I mean, she did somewhat remind me of Princess Leia in terms of like that sure. sort of sassy, strong female character archetype. Uh, I did notice that uh, a lot of the time they try to depict her as like actively trying to get out of her situation, but a lot of the times she was not able to actually escape by her own power. I agree. Uh, so she ends up getting bailed out by Indy pretty much every time that she's actually in trouble. Like, I mean. When she's having the drinking game with the French guy, uh, which was pretty well established um, by showing her like taking all the shots earlier. Yeah. Um. But so, it seems like she's got this clever plan to outdrink this French dude and like escape. But as soon as she's ready to escape mm-hmm. with her knife and everything that she's all concocted just perfectly, you know, the German guys barge in and restrain her. So it was all for nothing. Right, and India um, has to show
0: up to. Rescuer. her yeah and I she think saves in water, Indy like that. though too so she's not like completely helpless like she, she saves Indy in like a number of scenes yeah because yeah. she hits guys in the back of the head with one yeah. well, out yeah, of yeah. <laughs> yeah like that's
1: her role she's just yeah, being
0: rescued or no, doesn't, she shoots on. a guy too right? okay yeah. yeah I guess
1: she does she does get one um, and then she hits him in the bar scene right yeah yeah I mean, she has a couple,
2: but... There's some but. of both. I mean, like, she gets stuck in the airplane that's about to explode, so Indy has to get her out. Yeah, by shooting the airplane. <laughs> by shooting the airplane. <laughs>
0: like, she's not, like, a useless, burden female character. I mean, some she awesome, doesn't
1: yeah. do that much stuff here, right? Like, I feel like that she. there are so many moments where she does just need to be rescued. The best example, I think, is the drinking scene with the French guy, right? Like, where she... Yeah, you're exactly right. Like, she had a plan, and it looks like it's going to work, but no, we can't have that plan actually work because we need... The male hero to rescue her. <laughs> like when she's captured, of course, by the Nazis at the end, and then like we have to have Indiana Jones show up with the rocket launcher to <laughs> attempt to rescue and her.
0: And decline to save her. And if, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he declines to save her like twice. twice yeah. Right. So it's not much of a well the first rescue time I <laughs> I
2: like his excuse for when she's like tied up and you yeah. can't like attract the attention because they're trying to sneak the arc out from under the Nazis. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's fair. Okay. But the second time he's like um, valuing the arc over her life, I guess. Yeah, right? yeah, definitely.
0: Yes, that, Yeah, no
1: <laughs> and like, and the moment when uh, earlier in the movie, when they're running through the streets and she ends up in that basket, like he's literally screaming for Indiana Jones to help her, and he doesn't again. <laughs> <laughs> he, tried. <laughs> he tried. He tried. <laughs> he passed. gave it a great he effort. He tried and failed. And so, I mean, I don't know. I I don't think it's a. I don't want to knock the movie too much for it, but I think it is worth knocking it to some degree. Like, like that character is. Uh, fits into the damsel trope many times throughout the movie, and that was kind of
2: a bummer.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I Leia, don't think it's as bad as some. Extent. Okay, I compare yeah, it to Leia yeah. from
2: Star Wars, and Leia was definitely that strong female character, and she was imprisoned, but she ends up basically, you know, helping the guys get out right? Right. when they're like stuck in the hallway. She gets them into that garbage chute, which right. ultimately lets them escape. Right. Yeah. Well, and
1: and especially in New Hope, like she's the one that has the plan. Blow up the Death Star, like she is definitely in a leadership role, yeah. Like throughout that, there once she is, you know, escapes from the prison. So, yeah, I think that it doesn't quite reach Leia levels, here. I right? Think that Leia's the superior character. So, yeah, I, I found that kind of, kind of a bummer, but it does yeah. uh, lead us to another point about Indiana Jones is that he fucks up a lot, right? Like, he's, he's not perfect, no, yeah. not
2: close. Like, I mean, people <laughs> always <laughs> joke that, yeah. if he weren't involved, the Nazis either would never have found the Ark because they're digging in the wrong spot. <laughs> or they would have, like, brought the Ark to Hitler and incinerated Hitler or something like that. <laughs> something along those lines. Yeah. Uh, well, I think what... It, the the real critique, I think, is, yeah, either they don't find it
1: or they find it and it, the movie just plays out the same way, right? Like Because they, yeah. they make the point about not wanting to bring it to Hitler without checking it out first. Yeah. And so it would have just... They bring it to their secret evil Nazi island. Yeah, for some reason. <laughs> and so, it, yeah, like, that's kind of the joke, is that Indiana Jones really has no... Impact on the outcome of this movie, and I think it's true, and I think it's probably not an accident either.
0: No, yeah, I I, I think they knew that they're like they're smart enough to know, right? Like, like the, I mean,
1: because like, it, it was Spielberg uh, and George Lucas and Kazdin.
0: Yeah, although, um, they're going back to like female characters. This mm-hmm. this movie does lead to like a few years later, "Romancing the Stone" oh, yeah. comes out, which is like <laughs> that's the good movie too. <laughs> the the girl <laughs> version of this that is yeah. is lauded as like a sort of yeah, like a strong female character who is Indiana Jones. Yeah, that, yeah, I haven't seen that movie in a while, but that... I has, haven't. I, uh, it's probably been like five years. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a good movie, too. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, yes, that's fair. Like, I guess it gets some credit. For that. Some credit
0: for that. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think I... It's kind of the female Ghostbusters of its era. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Although like it's a that. lot better than female Ghostbusters. That's so. true. Right. Yeah.
1: Uh, but yeah. I, I think that the idea of Indiana Jones as the ineffectual hero
0: like a necessary hero right like well it plays to the comedy of the movie right, right. The, this movie is not a straight serious adventure movie there are a lot of comedic elements one of them being a, a the monkey the monkey nazi <laughs> salute yeah. yes uh, but uh, other other good thing like um, when he like shoots the guy the guy the guy's yeah. like uh, sort the of the, juggling the a sword, sword scene, and yeah. then famously improvised
1: by Harrison Ford. Do you know why? He, because he thought that doing he the had, work thing was dumb, right? He had dysentery.
2: Yeah, he had dysentery. Oh, oh yeah, he right. didn't want to do the rehearsed sword fight scene. <laughs> yeah. He was sick. Okay. Yeah. So he just... But it so turns out a lot he better. he suggested, yeah. why not just shoot him? Right. Yeah, yeah so... Because, but apparently to Harrison Ford's is really good at improvising scenes and making them better, right? Because he did the I Know scene in Empire Strikes Back. Right. right. Which
0: is, like, one of the greatest moments in the series. Yes, for right. sure. <laughs> right. Yeah, for sure. Right. And this, like, gun scene is, like, one of the most iconic... Another, like, iconic... Yeah, scene from yet another
2: scene that yeah. I've seen before. Yeah. Right,
0: right. Yeah, so there's some you've probably seen bits and pieces of this movie yeah. throughout your life. Apparently, yeah. like, everybody but Spielberg got food poisoning in Tunisia. Were, <laughs> it's uh, some sort of conspiracy? And, yeah, no, he credits just eating uh, SpaghettiOs the whole time. Oh, okay, God, that sounds like it would have, lead to all sorts of different problems. <laughs> Every, everyone else ate local food and got food poisoning. Uh, <laughs> Once to the, you get the opposite to of SpaghettiOs. To the point where uh, the... The Arab guy, Salah, or right. whatever his name is, shit himself in a scene. Oh, my <laughs> <Like>, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> did, they, did they use that footage? I don't know, but then we can get into the fact that, like, they they uh, there's a lot of mistakes in this movie that they just left in.
1: Oh, yeah, Spielberg um, does that and not they right. they're not even really mistakes right like he No
0: they are apparently they only did like four takes for every scene in this movie really? and they shot it like pretty very on the cheap for what it was okay. and it fin- finished ahead of time uh which is like unheard of for action movies Yeah or movies Yeah <laughs> movies in general yeah. um I don't think I
2: noticed any mistakes that's, uh, the, that's the point, though, right? Yeah. Like, he's yeah. Such a I mean, I'm not the well, kind it, of guy who's going to be nitpicking it and like looking very closely yeah. for these kinds of things. No.
0: Because uh, he could have been a perfectionist about a lot of things. So, like, notable mistakes are like in the beginning when Indy like trips as the boulders like coming at him. Mm-hmm. Like uh-huh. that was not meant to actually happen. But they were like, let's just go with it because it's <laughs> actually great. Like yeah. it that's looks more intense. Yeah. yeah exactly. Like, Holy yeah. shit! He might not get his balance. Yeah. And then later in the movie, there's when they escape from the. I think it's the Chamber of Souls, is the name <laughs> of the what they call yeah. it. It's Not like the Chamber of Behind the loose rock, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was
2: the Well of Souls. The Well the of Souls. Well of Souls. Um,
0: yeah. So they come out of like this hole in the wall that they punch, and there's a guy just like sitting next to where they like come out of the wall, <laughs> and they just like walk by him. <laughs> yeah. And, the, <laughs> um, and then later in the movie, there's like a bunch of like flies in the shot, like uh-huh. one that kind of like like kind of blocks the scene for a second. Well, and, and there was
1: like I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: And then the, the uh, few minutes later, there's a guy talking. There's just like flies yeah. all over his that's face. That's the one I yeah. saw.
2: It was the it was yeah. the bad archaeologist, yeah. Andy Jones. Right, I remember seeing Rollic the fly like yeah. Yeah. land on him. I'm like, oh god, he's a host. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, oh, so yeah, god. I caught the fly thing. Um, but it, it, that's also kind of again Spielberg-esque, because there's that obnoxious critique of Jurassic Park where the T-Rex is showing up on the road when they're stopped because the electricity goes out, and then, like, later on in the scene, there's just a cliff there. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> right? And it's just like, where did that tracks come from? How did he climb up that cliff? That doesn't yeah. make sense. And, like, so people have asked Spielberg about that, and he says, oh, yeah, I knew that that was happening, but you didn't notice when you were watching the movie, right? Like, you didn't yeah. notice it the first time. And, like, so he was knows. like, on the fifth time, you know. Right. So he it. knows that it's when It's that movie magic. Right. When he, it's exactly. It. When he has these, like, logically inconsistent moments, because there's a few
0: in here, it doesn't matter. Right, it's just yeah, it's, it's, a, it's just it's like a relax, bro. It's a movie. Relax,
1: it's a movie, and you don't notice it the first time, or second, or third time you watch it.
0: And also, when you're making a movie like this in '81, like you don't know that this is going to be like one of the most iconic Hollywood characters of all time. Yeah, yeah. and so well, you yes just kind no. of like shoot it. Right? Yeah, yeah. You just yeah you just put it on the screen, and, and I think it actually it makes the movie better, right? Because you just like let's do it in four takes. Whatever we get, we get, and yeah. like let's just keep moving. Right, and I think it it. Helps pace the movie like fast,
1: yeah, right, and gives it an
0: organic feel, right? Yeah, it's a it lot is, more natural because you can take right. like a million takes, like Hitchcock, and right. get things perfect, yeah, or Fincher or something. Do you not-
2: really notice if many takes were done, or is that just down to the editing of the scenes to get the pacing down?
1: I mean, I think you can notice the more persnickety directors, right? Like, mm-hmm. you, like this yeah. movie looks different than Vertigo, right? Like, it's just like it's Vertigo is very precise, it's very crisp, it has like this. Sure. He's going here, 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 and whereas... But it benefits
0: from that because you get those like
1: right, and, amazing shots. Right, and it makes I'm sense. sure they took like 20, right. 30 takes on It makes sense for that movie and what yeah. that movie's trying to do. This movie has a much more frenetic feel, and the, yeah. the character has this like improvisational attitude about him. Um, like, he has that great scene where he's, he says he's going to follow the Nazis after they steal the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. And his Arab friend, like, asks him, like, oh, what are you going to do? He's like, I don't know. I'm just making this up as I go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, that's what's going on yeah, in this movie. The right? He grabs, he grabs the, the, the horse theory. and the <laughs> Right. Like, yeah. that's like, how Spielberg made this movie. <laughs> like, yeah. He's making it up as he goes along. And and it shows up on the screen to the movie's benefit, I think. And, and Totally.
0: Totally. Yeah, like, I think you would not get this kind of pacing in a film without... <clears throat> Just kind of like letting this go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. got to let some things go. Just let it slide. And it's great because of that. Yeah, it becomes
1: greater than the sum of its parts, right? Yeah. Like it's not. It's not about the mistakes. It's how the mistakes add up
0: to feel bigger and you know faster and cooler. Right, and I, I think like as a like uh, like a giant Hollywood director, you're like you're always like, oh, I got to shoot things a million times to like get mm-hmm. it like perfect. And it's nice that Spielberg like is willing to not do that.
1: Yeah. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I agree. Um, how do we feel about the ending? Like, where, where he, he, they get the arc back, right? Like, not the ending where all the Nazis' like melt. like, putting it into the warehouse? Right, right. Like, the... You, well, what do you
2: think about it, yeah. Charles?
0: Is your first time seeing it. Have you, had you seen so that scene I, before? I had seen that scene yeah. before. Yeah, I think that shows it's up kind in of unavoidable. Family guy or something. Yes, yes it does. <laughs> there have been
2: references to it that led to me watching just that scene. Okay. Um, but, like, Top that's a great man. way... Yeah, I've seen that scene too because that's a, that's a very commonly referenced quote. It's a very funny line. Um, but it's a great scene because it kind of expands the mythology of the Indiana Jones exactly. world so yeah. much. Yeah. If this, like, arc that is shown to have such destructive power and is, like, essentially a connection to God. A and radio it, to God, right? Right, and they says. know that it works. Um, is just something that they throw in a box and throw yeah. in this
0: big warehouse. You have to wonder what else they've got in yep. there, you know? Yep. And then it's ruined by <laughs> Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> oh, they have an action scene through that warehouse. Oh, fuck. They, okay. they probably and, go
2: past the Ark at some point. I don't remember that uh, movie precisely, so but they go in there. It's so frustrating that no. that movie exists.
0: No, no, it's no. such... That that understand. is the that is the Phantom Menace of this series. <laughs> yeah. That that might be worse than Phantom Menace like cuz as a movie? Mm, well, no, not as a movie, <laughs> but um, as worse for the mythos? Yeah, yeah, it's so bad. And so like I remember coming out of that movie being like, "Oh, well, I liked these parts of it." And then like depression setting in over the next like <laughs> week being like, "What happened? Why why did this happen? Why is it so bad? Why is Shia LaBeouf ruining every movie from my childhood. Yeah, uh, Jesus. How
2: did Cate Blanchett screw up so bad? Cate Blanchett's in that? Yeah, I'm pretty oh, sure she geez. She was the bad, the, the oh, main bad like guy. she's like the there. communist woman. She was the Russian lady. Oh, no,
1: yeah. all there's, there's commies in that? It, this, it is commies, commies this time. The commie villains? All right. Yeah, because
0: right. Spielberg didn't feel good about going back to Nazis. So, like, let's, let's do commies. <laughs> okay. Uh, which is fine. Like, I understand, like, not doing Nazis. Yeah. But it's still so bad it's so frustrating like well, I'm, I'm glad we did not watch that movie yeah. there, there's a one scene that's cool in crystal skull uh, where like these like ants like eat some of the characters
2: freaking King Kong
0: <laughs> yeah uh but then it's immediately ruined by the characters swinging on vines like monkeys uh, <laughs> oh my god that movie
2: they just can't have a good scene and like leave it
0: yeah. Do you remember that movie at all? Like, do, I mean, do I remember
2: you, parts of it. I remember the alien like, show up. What is this?
0: Why do people like this series? Like, well, <laughs> yeah, I rough.
2: mean, I have a, I had a vague idea of why Indiana Jones was such a well-liked series. Um, and, you know, I was fine with Kingdom of the Crystal Skull just as, like, a cheesy, like, action-adventure movie. And I didn't really have the original trilogy to compare it with. And I had not had very much experience with the adventure genre as a whole. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really have much to base it on and other than that it was just kind of a like decent I guess I wouldn't consider it decent anymore, but it seemed decent <laughs> at the time of an action movie, yeah.
0: Yeah, whereas like this one is like not cheesy at all. Like it plays really well, I yeah. think.
1: Yeah. Well, I think what's interesting about the tone of this movie is it's not cheesy, right? Like it doesn't it doesn't do that thing. It does they're not really hamming it up at any point. Yeah. But it's also not cool. Right? Like he's it, 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 like, when you think of cool, you don't really think of what they're doing in this movie. You may think of the... Or at least, I may think of, like, the idea of Harrison Ford. No, they're, like, right. digging
0: up objects in the desert.
1: Right, but that. it's not a cool movie, and it's not yeah. making... They kind of
2: do everything poorly.
1: Right, like, they're doing we like they were talking about before, like, you
2: can tell he's not, like, a very disciplined fighter or anything like that. He just kind of bumbles around and, like, does his best with the abilities that he has, right? Like, you can see him trying to fight, and it's just, like... Right, and he, he comes across
1: as kind of dorky a lot of the time. He seems kind of like a, like, like a nerd, right? And yeah. I think that's neat, right? Like that they're not trying to do the Vin Diesel thing where they like very conspicuously go out of their way to make things look what studio producers think cool is, right? They kind of yeah. just let the movie be. And that is a, a very Spielberg choice again because he's not. Well,
2: they cool. have a few scenes where he is decidedly cool, right? I okay. mean, like, there's a scene where he's in the classroom and all the girls are very obviously taunting yeah, yeah. <laughs> over him. They got the chick with the I love you on the <laughs> eyelids. Yeah. So, so, like, so good. Pretty, oh, I love that. I mean, right. that makes
1: him seem like a pretty cool dude. Right, but he has no idea how to handle that, right? Like, uh, imagine if sure, that. Sure, that's true. Imagine he just if, ignores it. If James Bond were in that scenario. Right. right? Like, yeah. he would be playing it cool, right?
0: But he's like, he stumbles
1: over his words, <laughs> and he like, doesn't what really know that? how to respond to it, and he has to look twice to see yeah. what it is, right? Like, he's not a cool dude. And also, the rest of the yeah. students
0: treat him as kind of like a oh, whatever, like right. a normal professor, because, <laughs> right. like, the bell rings, and they just, like, leave, and he's, like, trying to assign stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, read this thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: So, yeah I, yeah, I like that about Spielberg movies in general, and I think that it kind of starts here, or you can trace it back here, this kind of
0: Anti cool mythos. No, no, no. Um, the main character in in Jaws. Oh yeah, you're Roy right. Schneider. He right. Uh, he lives in a beach town and doesn't like swimming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or, yes. or, or being on an island, like at right. all. He lives on an island. <laughs> Why is he there? Um, uh, yeah,
1: you're right. So uh, you're right. That it that goes back to even Jaws there, but I think yeah. that you can follow throughout his career that he's just not at all concerned with... Being, you know, Quentin Tarantino you
0: know, or, or Well, and it's like, like Tom Hanks being in all those movies, right? <laughs> yeah, so Tom right. Hanks is like your dad. He's not like <laughs> yeah, he's not not a cool Diesel guy. and Bitch Black. Not he's, a cool guy. It yeah. makes
2: Indiana Jones a lot more relatable as yes, a it yeah. yes, it does. Yes, it does. action hero.
0: That's why people connect with this yeah. character so well.
1: Like, right. Yeah. You're not seeing... It's not a fantasy. It's not... Because James Bond is a, it's a male fantasy. Male power fantasy, right? And this guy's not, right? Like, he is...
0: I mean, there, he so, has elements of that. Like, right, the, sure. There, but there are cool, like, he gets to travel, he's smart, and, like, he does cool things. Right, but in he a shoots sense... shoots Nazis he in the face. But <laughs> yeah. you can
1: see yourself in this guy much more easily yeah. than you can see yourself in James Bond, unless you have, you know, a substantial ego. Legal... Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and, and I think that, yeah, I think that does uh, get at why this guy has been so popular and has such a staying power, you know, with audiences.
0: Yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, that's why I like this movie. He's, he's very, like, relatable. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, so, like, the, the rest of the series, I think, is not as great. but still amazing. It's still, for it's
1: still good. Episode yeah. four. Which, I, again, I have not seen.
0: But. Oh, you know the other thing that's wrong with <laughs> uh, Crystal? <laughs>
1: We're not done shooting on this movie. Yeah, no.
0: <laughs> Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Um, that the other reason that's just like Phantom Menace is they're like, let's not do practical effects anymore. Oh, let's oh. do CGI everything. Yeah. The,
2: CGI ants and shit.
0: CGI ants, CGI monkeys, CGI oh, aliens, no, CGI atomic bomb blasts. Yeah, <laughs> um,
1: uh, they couldn't yeah, find another monkey that follow in the footsteps of traitor Nazi monkey. Yeah, <laughs> <No>? <laughs> who gets
0: poisoned? Who gets poisoned? Whereas, like this movie again, like the kind of like. Uh, King Kong, like, the special effects, like, hold up pretty well in this movie. Because there yeah. aren't any. It's right? always good like, to
2: have actual just, sets and actual vehicles yeah, it's and just, stuff. Yeah, it, like, it's there's a grounded. sense of, like,
0: weight to everything. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, there is a little it.
2: bit when the arc is opened, and like I said okay. before, it looks like Ghostbusters, because it's the same era of special effects, but, like, you know, it's fine. Even that, like, normal.
0: I, I kind of like that about it, actually, right. like, because it, it looks like...
2: It does look very mystical.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, it's choppy, right? Because they don't play at the same frame rate that the rest of the movie <laughs> plays at. Yeah. yeah. And then actually kind of like... like... <coughs>
2: weirdly with the characters. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Well, and like, it looks
1: like something a person did, right? Like, as opposed to the computer effects that it looks like something a computer did. And although I know they use computers to make those effects, it still feels, you know, more yeah, more organic, more tangible. I'm
0: glad we're mostly, like, past that. Era yeah. of yeah. like CGI. Unfortunately, we still have the Transformers movies, but um, <laughs> number five coming up, or Fast and Furious, which is all CGI effects, which cool. I still like. Oh, Although still the, the last one they did do like a, a hybrid. lot. They no, they did a lot less <laughs> CGI effects in the last mm-hmm. one, except for like the building to building jump. But um, the wait, they didn't <laughs> really do that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, but the rest of like the car like crashes and races like those are all like just stunt drivers. Yeah, like so that's good that we're like moving away from CGI everything because. It's so crappy. Like yes, it, it looks is. terrible.
1: It ruined the '90s. Like, what are the good action movies that came out of the '90s? Mm-hmm. Like, there's not that. Like the die, <laughs> die Hard. Die Hard. Die Hard. Heat. Yeah. Yeah. There's a handful, but a lot of them are just so many of them, especially the sci-fi ones, are just wrecked. By just yeah. Really ugly-looking CGI. Most notably, the Star Wars yeah. films. Which yeah. yeah. Fucking garbage. But those are wrecked by the script, but the yeah. CGI didn't The CGI <laughs> makes it way worse. Yeah. They, they didn't.
2: Yeah. They They aged very quickly.
0: Well, also, the, it does the two play off each other, right? Because like, if you can do anything in CGI, then let's go wild with the story. Mm-hmm. Whereas, instead of letting the story limit you to like what you can do yes, in a special effects, you're,
1: you're less limited by your material
0: uh, conditions, which is great. Like the, the Nazis melting looks awesome. Yes. Like it's still <laughs> gross <laughs> and oh, great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like,
1: it, it's still like so when they first won, his face starts shriveling. Like it's still kind of surprising. Like it sneaks up on you. Like when that's going to happen? And yeah. so it's still like, oh god, there's, there's that guy without a face anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: yeah. And yeah, so yeah. And aged. then
0: it's running out of their mouths too, <laughs> yeah, which yeah. is so good. It's aged really well. Uh, yeah, that's that is some good stuff. Yeah. So uh, to Charles, would you would you recommend this movie? And who should who should watch it? I don't know if I need to
2: recommend this movie. <laughs> uh, I mean,
0: maybe there's someone else like you out there. <laughs> I
2: don't know how many people i've met who haven't seen indiana jones so like i said i acknowledge how weird it was that i didn't see it uh it's definitely a high recommendation from me uh so i i wouldn't say that i liked it as much as like star wars or back to the future some of my favorites in my childhood that people might have seen at the same time as seeing indiana jones Um, but it's hard to gauge because you know i saw those when i was a kid and I hadn't already seen, you know, all the different tropes yeah, that are recording. introduced. Right.
1: Yeah. Um, but I, know, think, I, I think I New Hope is actually better than this movie. But, yeah.
2: Right. And so I kind of grew up with those. So It's a little different to be introduced to this now, especially having seen, having seen all the scenes. Um, kind of knowing what happens in a way. Um, and knowing a lot of the tropes. Because my only real exposure to the adventure genre, really, is the Uncharted games, which I liked a lot. But they are almost shot-for-shot remakes of all the tropes introduced here, you know, similar character dynamics yep. and plot mm-hmm. points. Totally. So so is Larcroft. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I never I never played the Tomb Raider games, but the Uncharted games were great. But they you know like you were talking earlier about how Spielberg ramps up the tension with the consistently like escalating situations and that's perfect for a video game uh, as you're fighting yeah, the situation gets worse and worse. Like you're that'd, that'd, you're getting shot at by people in a tower <clears throat> and then the tower starts collapsing over this ravine. Mm-hmm. And you have to like, you know, hold on to the ravine or holding on the tower over the ravine as bad guys are shooting at you and you shoot back and you have to climb out of it or something. You know, it's yeah. great for a video game. Yeah. Um, but like you know, I already know a lot of the tropes and so they weren't as much of a surprise for me as if I, as it as they would have been if I'd seen this um, at a younger age, I guess. So I wouldn't say this movie hit me as much <clears throat> as it must have for a lot of people who saw it earlier on. Um, but I definitely acknowledge, you know, that it's a very well made and great. Action movie. I can see what's being done, um, and it's certainly you know very fun to watch and very compelling. And I very much enjoyed it.
0: Would you uh, watch the sequels? No.
2: I do want to watch the sequels, although yeah. I keep hearing that they're not as good and that like so they're, makes me they're, wonder. No,
0: I I think they're great. Actually, yeah, he thinks
2: they're I,
1: great. I think that they're they're good. Like I, I think that Temple of Doom gets. Catches more shit than it should. I think that movie is better. Well, it's it's pretty racist, but <laughs> love it. yes, yes, it is. But I mean, even right. beyond the racism, I think it people don't like it like as movie and like how it functions. I, that's unfair. Like I think it still works as a movie. Um, Last Crusade is okay.
0: I, Sean Connery is great. He, he sure is in it. Yeah. And, and I love the we female have no ticket. the female lead in Last Crusade is great. Yeah. Too. Yeah. And, and okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Cool. So, Wilson, next week, what are we watching?
1: Um, I've been going back and forth. I had several that I was thinking about, but we all just finished watching Westworld. So we are going to yeah. watch another movie that interrogates the western genre, The Assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. All right. Um, this is also a more modern movie. It came out in 2007. Okay. One of the greatest years for movies ever. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to exposing Charles to what I think is the closest thing to an art film that we've watched so far. Huh. So, for next week. All right, Looking forward to it. All right, so long. Bye. Hey
0: everybody, thanks for listening. Please subscribe and rate the podcast on iTunes. It really helps us out. You can also follow us on Twitter at MCHS underscore That's Movies Charles Has Seen podcast. And you can follow us on SoundCloud, at movies charles hasn't seen and then finally if you want to email us for whatever reason you can email us at mchspodcast at gmail.com